live from 50th and Capitol Avenue in the Big O. This is Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone, 1620thezone.com, and 1620thezone TV. Now here's Gary, Nick, and Jimmy. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! Iowa fans are funny. You hear that in the background after uh, Caitlin Clark? That yeah. was the post game. She uh, can't be like MVP or anything. It's got to be one more year. It's she all about scored uh, forty nine last night, and there's no better way for her to do it than hitting a logo three to break the record, and that happened quick. Those Iowa fans, man, they're funny. <laughs> one more year, one more year. Is that what they're saying about Kirk? <laughs> like, hey, one more year. That's what the rest of the Big Ten was saying for Brian Ferentz. Yes, they were. One yeah. more year, one more year. Or when they fired Brian Ferentz, they said, "Are you sure? Are Iowa, you sure?" Iowa fans, you make me, you make me laugh. One more year. Got some nah. news for them. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool moment though. Last night, I, I know that there's, there's, there's the older players in the women's game that have clamored for attention and coverage. And then when Caitlin Clark draws uh, a larger audience into their sport, they complain about it. Which is weird. Man, brothers and sisters, get off the block because it's a feel-good Friday. Um, But I I was, you know what, I'm glad. She she almost went for a 50-burger last night. Yep. Let let her have her flowers, man. She is the all-time women's basketball scoring leader. I do not remember, though, as much attention towards uh, Plume when she set the record. I did not think we were hanging on every single game like no. we have done with uh, no. Caitlin Clark, who now is the all-time uh, scoring leader in the history of women's basketball, kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of. Iowa kind City, of. bigger market than Seattle. Excuse me? That's the takeaway. Because Kelsey played in Seattle. Nobody paid attention. Yeah, I. but I, I, you're right. I, I don't know why more than anything. I, uh, people are, I, don't, I don't get it. The old heads are... Come on, man. You 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 want coverage. You mm-hmm. want attention. Mm-hmm. Somebody brings coverage. Maybe you don't like your game or whatever, but people are covering women's basketball and people are watching. Yeah. I imagine Peacock will announce today they had monster numbers last night. It actually, you know what? Hey, good on Nebraska. <laughs> Give a clap to Nebraska because Nebraska did it right. They let her have her celebration in Iowa City. They did. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska would have same? ruined the thing last night if they would have uh, allowed Caitlin Clark to go off in the fourth quarter. But Caitlin decided not to score against Nebraska on Sunday. Yep. Say, hey, I will score what she had, 23 in the first half or 23 in the first quarter, whatever she had. Yeah. There's an amazing number uh, to last night to set the record. So, you know what, Nebraska, did you guys a solid? They did. They did Peacock a solid. Oh. They did the Iowa fans a solid. They did the Carver-Hawkeye uh, arena ticket sales a solid, even though I'm assuming that they were going to get a good – yeah, they were sold out for the entire season. So. Yeah, they were going to be okay just there anyway. But uh, yeah, that there was that Friend everything that happened. Ounce. So once the you get the ball, and then they're able to take the timeout, and they're able to kind of celebrate it a little bit, and then obviously they had more after the game as well. Uh, that would have been it. Would have been just I think probably a pregame ceremony had she done it in Lincoln as opposed to actually witnessing it happen. At Carver Hawkeye Arena, and you didn't have, like you mentioned, you didn't have to wait long. Hey, it's like two hey, minutes into the game, you'd have, you know, and then that was done. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. You know what? Nebraska did their part. It worked out perfectly for Iowa. She set the win. record. She did it in the most Caitlin Clark way. She had a 35 footer from the logo, and then she has a big night. And actually, it was like a really competitive game. 
So we got that out of the way. I'm not here for any business about chasing down Pistol Pete. That's a ridiculous <laughs> argument. And if you want to come at me, I got some ammunition in the old holster. So welcome in. Yeah, uh, I've come up with a... Uh, enjoy what happened last night. Yeah, you know what? It's a celebration. Hey, the, the, the more we hate uh, uh, Karen of the Big Ten, the more we should embrace Caitlin Clark. That's my position <laughs> hey, there you on go. this. Yeah, I, I like fair. that. Uh, I also have a new position as we welcome in on a uh, Feel Good Friday. It's in February. We got no football, so this is the first uh, no uh, football Friday fiesta. But it's still a Feel Good uh, Friday uh, because we are upright. We are moving. And I have decided a hot take while I was walking in from the parking lot this oh, morning, boys. All right. <laughs> all right. Snow is stupid. There is Whoa. no... There is Whoa. no benefit to snow. Because if you if you harsh, if you're man. not if you're not sure what's going on outside now we had a little bit of a dry slot. <laughs> All hell the dry hey, slot. No no no, hey, no, hey, good, hey, now, no but now, good but now good use of it. Hey, way to, way to be so, able to explain Sometimes that. Nick, you get upset when you run into that dry slot. Well, we had it for a while, and then all of a sudden it got moist outside, and it started to snow, and so snow is on the ground. It's sticking. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear the traffic update. There's a couple of uh, trouble stop spots in the area. but It could we, be your live read right we've now. Had just a, we've just had a vicious winter around here. I mean, it's been cold. We've gotten like 75 inches of snow, uh, and then it just melts the next day. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my takeaway this morning is snow is stupid. I do not see any redeeming quality about snow unless you know how to ski. Yeah, that's it. Convince that's all me that I'm for. wrong. It's usually it's uh, the, the snow that comes out of the machine as opposed to what comes from the sky. Couldn't agree with well. you more. Yeah, I, I have nothing to add to that because I, I was a huge, huge fan of snow when I was growing up because it got us out of school. And then once you become an adult, there and is you're, no school. you know, gainfully employed and you no matter what. Well, I guess some people get to work from home um, or it's encouraged to work from home. But what are you doing? Working for the state of Nebraska? <laughs> yeah. uh, Whatever I, happened with that deal? Pretty much everybody can, you know. I don't know, uh, but it wasn't Pillen suing his own workers for working from home. Yeah, <laughs> a little controversy after the first of the year. Well, that doesn't. Not sound sure. Good. Not sure if that got resolved or not. Because there are a lot of people good. I know that work for the state of Nebraska that like working from their kitchen. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? If you're going to give that option, I mean, it. You know, it's. I it's, like it's on, my it's kitchen, man. I hated COVID. I hated being in my house for six weeks doing a show. I needed to be out with the people. Well, it, it does get a little old. I, when I had COVID, I remember I had to do like three shows from like my basement. And by the second one, I was ready to be like, okay, this, that, that was fun for the first day. was able to go up and get coffee whenever the heck I wanted to and, and whatnot. But now it's like, okay, yeah, I need to My get intern did but, talk back. But yeah, once you actually have to drive into it and there's really no excuse, like, hey, you got to be at work and it doesn't give you like days off from it. Yep. Sorry. I lost all interest in snow. It just annoyed the crap out of me. And I've lived with snow all my life. And yes, I have changed my tune that if we if we found out for the next 10 years, we wouldn't have yeah. snow. And I know I'm sure our farmers wouldn't like that. You um, can have rain. I'd be okay with that. It's just as yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, we, we could just be mild and we could have mild and our precipitation would just be rain as opposed I'm to not snow. I'm anti-precip. Yeah. I'm anti-snow. Uh, there you go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I think there's a good distinction. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. This high level, I'm pro-precipitation, but This high-level quality take I have, I had it before I moved to Florida. So now I've come back. I, I, I've, oh, you're I, probably I, even more pissed off. I thought off. snow is stupid. I blame my parents for uh, you know putting stakes in the Midwest. Why couldn't they have you know taken me to a warm weather place? But I've gotten over that. But snow is stupid. And today, today is just stupid snow. <laughs> like there's nothing nice about the snow that is outside right now. No, no it's got. No, it's just it's not going to be very much, and it's going to warm up, and so it'll be gone here quickly. It's but a nuisance. Just, like yeah, today is just a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's a nuisance. Uh, snow. Sixties next week though. 
I know. See, they should label it. Like, I feel like more this forecasters is, should John, call that. John Sanders at Nebraska be calling up Bob Gates and he'd be like, hey, can you bring the Mavs down to Buck Belzer to yeah. play a game? <laughs> we'll be melted by uh, by noon. Uh, Iowa did that. I saw yesterday Iowa has added a game against Loris. Oh, good. Which is a... You I think Dolores? there's I think, no, Loris. They're in... Oh. De, uh, they're not in Decorah. No, that's... Uh, Luther is in Decorah. Uh, um, I've heard of Luther. Yeah. So they're... I think they're still Division Three. But it's going to be warm, so Rick Heller's like, let's yeah, play a game. Let's play. Let's yeah, that's, a, that, that's a John Sanders move. Yeah. Like, hey, Bob, uh, can you bring the? Can you get the Mavs on the bus and come down here to Buck? Back when Dana we'll, had we'll, a college, and we'll play. We'll play it too. <laughs> we got a. We got an AstroTurf infield. <laughs> we can do a grass outfield, and it's going to be fifty-five. Yep. That was back when they had no limits, and you could play like 70, 75 baseball. And they would too. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have like midweeks, like chock full of like doubleheaders on like a Tuesday and a Wednesday. It's like, get a couple oh, boxes of fouls and come on then down. Then you have a weekend series, too. No, the forecasters, I think, should, I think they should like characterize this snow. Maybe they will. Maybe they could use what you just said a pain in the butt. Just call it, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a pain in the butt. Remember, snow. I have a dump button if you want to say it's what you're really feeling. Best description. Well, yeah. Snow, snow just always pisses me off. I don't care if there's like a little bit of it or a lot. It, it doesn't matter. It just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is a, a busy weekend, though. There's a lot of stuff going on. Even though, um, you know, February can be a little bit boring now that we're post uh, Super Bowl. It's almost over. Uh, we have the Daytona 500 this weekend. We have the NBA All Star Game. And we have three very, very important men's basketball games for Red, Blue, and uh, Black Nebraska that we will discuss. Uh, Wilson Moore, who covers Nebraska for the Journal Star and the World Herald, does he get paid double time? I hope so. Yeah, Wilson's never been on 1620. No. This is a first. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Do we know if he'll be a good radio guest? I don't know. I uh, was thinking about a uh, – so Mike Schaefer in his normal uh, 9 o'clock slot is uh, obviously – He's busy. Tending to the newborn. Congrats to uh, the Schaefers, by the way. And so we were – yeah, we, we've got uh, – That was pretty cool, by the way. His his son, Hudson, looks exactly like his uh, late dad. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, especially the, the first, like, pictures of, like, his face, kind of like that. Yeah, it, it was it was good. Now, now, by the way, uh, Hudson uh, uh, James Schaefer now a week old. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday! Yeah, Hudson was on our uh, our made our top five as far as names too. Yeah. So I I don't know had we named named uh, after our Tim son Hudson? Hudson named after the when, former Purdue quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There there is. Hudson Card still there? H- Hudson Card is. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good question. No. Former. Can you say former Texas quarterback? Former Hudson Card. Cardinal quarterback Dakota Hudson. Trying to, trying to think of all the great Hudsons. Uh, Kate Hudson, in case you get a boy or yeah, a girl. You could have a Kate Hudson. What if you had twins and you had a boy and a girl? You Would had... you name them Kate Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> or you just name them famous Hudsons. You have a Tim yeah. and, a, and a Kate Hudson. Um, and I tried so hard to get the names out of shape. <laughs> uh, he, he was pretty, uh, he was like, he was locked down. Naming you know, that's a thing. Vikings great. That's a thing that it's amazing, like the amount of like secrets that we can't keep. That was one that we were very good with. Oh, that uh, his wife was pregnant? No. Nope, no, not that, that one. couldn't keep that a secret. No, nope, not that one. But when it comes <laughs> to the names. God Shelby, man. They, and the, by the way, the family's doing well. Yeah, that is great. But again, uh, Schaefer is always um, on with us at 9, so we're uh, we're going to talk some basketball with with our guy there. So Wilson Back Moore. Quarterback. All right, yeah. so, uh, so Wilson will come up at uh, 8.30. I'm sure this is a uh, just a monumental moment for him to be on 1620. Well, he's podcasting at 9, so uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna warm him up at 8.30. All right. We'll get him a football. He loves he loves basketball. So I mean, the World Hill is very fortunate. They got two guys, uh, and Wilson that covers Nebraska, and then uh, John that covers uh, Creighton. Love uh, the sport. Also, uh, Matt Verzal will stop by coming up at uh, nine twenty. That is the lineup brought to you by the Rooferies at John Higgins Weather Guard. 
as I mentioned, a lot of basketball. State wrestling is in uh, day number two. So I popped in to state wrestling yesterday. Uh, if you have like sensory overload, <laughs> that is not the place to be. So I, 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 I slipped in because I uh, wanted to check in on a couple of uh, wrestlers and, and friends of mine that have their uh, sons or daughters that are wrestling. And I said, yeah, come down and support. You know, busy day. We had Omaha men's basketball last night. Nice one over South Dakota. Yep. Uh, that is so much sensory overload. Overload. Because I, I sat up in the 200 level. And there is so much. Not, not when the actual um, matches are going on. But before they have clear the mats, mm -hmm. it is like all different colors. Yeah. There are wrestlers everywhere. There is all kinds of movement. It's absolutely bonkers to have the up high view of wrestlers warming up. And you, know, you got all the mats and yeah. you got all this noise and you're like, oh my God. But it continues. And I was there just for a brief time uh, yesterday. Man, it continues to hit a home run for the NSA. I know they've got, they had some ticket issues. There's some space issues. Sometimes there's some warm-up issues. But, man, the presentation of that event, that just keeps hitting a home run year after year. And in the past, the Friday nights have almost been better than the Parade of Champions and the championship just yeah. because of they used to not seed, so you'd have great matchups. Uh, and the semifinals are tonight, which are always a must-watch ahead of the Parade of Champions. But good on the NSA. I, I think I repeat this every Friday morning after that starts. They do that event really well. But I was like, just watching last yesterday afternoon, I was like, "Whoa!" I yeah. mean, there's colors, there's people moving, <laughs> there's all kinds of noise. Yeah, I'm like, "Ah, my ah!" I, I always, I was always curious, in it, and I've never asked this question. So when I first started covering it, and there would be a time that I knew a bunch of the guys that worked at at the Clink back then, and so I'd go up in the video control room and kind of hang out there. So I would kind of see it from a, a, a similar vantage point as you at times. And I always want to know how does uh, particular high schools get their mat there like it, how do they get selected like hey you get to bring your mat your mat it will be at the uh, state tournament too because, because it's pretty you, uh, well it's just like different colors but i mean it, it, there's like no rhyme or reason for it like there you just have like uh, these different colors yeah. and and you'll see different high schools so, on those mats and i don't know yeah, like so how you get La, the selection papillion la vista their mat is there i'm not sure how that works yeah, out i've always now, wanted, uh they're not the easiest to transport well yeah I mean, it's not like, you know. You throw it in Bob's flatbed. You say to two men in a truck, can you go pick up uh, the yeah. wrestling mat over at Papillion La Vista? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I always wanted to know that. And then you're right as far as the – and this was the cool thing when they did the Parade of Champions, but then they also uh, transitioned into like the um, the entrances for the champ, like the championship rounds. Mm -hmm. That was really cool because before they would just, you know, it'd be like, all right, Gary Sharp, Jimmy Chavez, yeah. you're, you're on mat, whatever. And – there you went. But now they have like that cool entrance that you kind of saw uh, make popular when college uh, national championships started doing it. So they've really, I mean, they've, they've bolstered that whole scene, especially as you get into Saturday. And that was kind of cool to see it on the first time. Cause I, I remember they were talking about it so much. The NSA was talking about, yeah, you're really going to love this. And even some of the coaches like, yeah, we're really kind of psyched to see what this looks like. And then to see like, the arena go dark mm -hmm. and then have the spotlight on each wrestler as they make their way to the mat. That was really, and you could see the kids were kind of yep. geeked out. So they've, when you think of the, you know, we talk about this with the NCAA, but the NSAA or any of the, the state's sort of high school governing bodies, when they're trying to enhance the student athlete experience, like from that example right there, that that's a great one of how they've done that for the individuals involved in that. Uh, Iowa JD 
who uh, was in Sioux City yesterday at the uh, Milwaukee Wiener House. Saw the downtown picture, yeah. Sioux City, right there by the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah. Uh, it says Friday night, the semis and consolation finals are the absolute greatest night in all of high school sports. Well, that is a, quite the statement at 625 on a Friday morning. <laughs> Not even close. 20,000 people in the chai, and that place is absolutely going nuts. That's so, almost se- as bold a statement fr- as Semifinal Friday is pretty cool. Now, again, they've, they've seeded in the state wrestling this year, so... You you would have you'd have a lot of times where the Friday night matchup essentially the the two semifinals were the state championship match. Yeah, one of those would be, but they receded, and so I'll see how that uh, you know plays out tomorrow. But he's right, the semifinals on Friday night in that building that is pretty dang electric. Uh, so good luck to everybody that is uh, competing uh, because it is a heck of an event from the fans to the yeah. coaches to the staff to the you know the athletes. If you haven't been, I keep telling people that I should get I should get paid by the NSA to promote this. If you have not been, try and scalp a ticket and go watch because I think there's only standing room only left for tonight. Yeah. One one thing too. Showtime will be outside of the chai trying to hook you up. <laughs> I haven't even looked. I wonder if you can go on ticketsforless.com and they have uh, they tickets available. Because I think the face value is only like seven and ten bucks. Well, yeah, it's, it's like an it's still an NSA yeah. event, so it's going to be affordable. The, the other cool thing about Thursday, and you'll probably see it also earlier today. And this was when we would be able to sit on uh, press row. And I actually went with Shafe a few times, too, when he was in Columbus. But that thing spans from one end of the, the mats to the other end. You could be situated in the middle, to the right, to the left, or whatever. You might be focusing on just, like, one match, and maybe they're just getting ready to start. And all of a sudden, like, behind you to your right, you're hearing, like, this this loud roar. And all of a sudden, you kind of look over your shoulder, and you just see this pocket of fans because they're clued in on yeah. one of the other mats and one of the other matches that's going on. And it's just cool. You're just – and it's, like, you can always tell who the parents of the mm-hmm. of the wrestler is, too, because they're, they're, like – they're basically doing the same moves in their seat as well. It's just – the emotion and just the the overall like anticipation for that it, it is cool and it's just it's in different waves because again you might be then you're watching something else and then something else is going on too it's just it's nonstop it's constant and it's it's quite a sight it is so uh, again my high school was okay in wrestling uh, mine was a, bad we had a couple of uh, state champs uh, you know and I mean Iowa does it really really well uh, I went out for wrestling for two days oh you did yes oh and. Wasn't 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 built for me. He said two days. Yeah, I also was. I had the fear of. I had the fear of cauliflower ear. Yeah, and so it's a real thing. Yeah, I, I. But but to be honest, I was a wimp, and I could not handle being a wrestler. So they were probably better off with me not wrestling. But this is what I wanted to do. I told you guys I wanted to be. Uh, I was a fill-in PA guy. Yeah. I also wanted to be the person. You know. So also, I give credit to the uh, officials that officiate wrestling. I wanted to be. At the end of the period, oh, the where towel? You, you run out with the towel, yeah. and you whack the Let's official go. on the butt. Yeah, I wanted to be that guy. The towel slapper? But yep. but, but for some reason, uh, Urbandale High School would only have females that would do that. Yeah, it's usually students. Every every time I ever well, saw... I was a student, I just wasn't... I didn't have the... Oh, so you guys were like... Like the card girls. There was... there was It, it wasn't equality there. Wrestling's big in Iowa, oh. my friend. So why, why, why just females? I mean, Dan Gable the lives heck? in every hallway... Of every school in Iowa. <laughs> Why was it just females? I'm really curious about this. Ratings, Nick. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it was females. Well, probably because they would get they get jabronis like myself that would be like, I'm going to just tee it up. And I'm going <laughs> to miss his back, Boom. and I'm going to knock him in the head. You're going you're gonna to put the hand yeah. down on the mat. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, it was females uh, when I saw high school wrestling, too. Yeah. I, never, well, I, mean, I don't think I ever saw a male student doing that. 
I don't get that. Again, I, I need to know that, why that's the case, and I need to know how you get your mat selected um, for the state wrestling championships. Uh, uh, we will, uh, because there might be a villain at the uh, state wrestling uh, oh, tournament. I like a villain. Eh, I don't know that everybody likes this villain. Uh, there is not, everything is not great at uh, not the Steve state Peterson. wrestling. Uh, no, he is not wrestling. But if he was, there would be 1.9 million people lined yep. up to just Boo. body slam yeah. that clown. There'd be a lot of qualifiers there. All right, you can always uh, join the conversation. Uh, of anything, all the debauchery that I am going to spew on this uh, Friday morning, or the sensible Nick, or Jimmy's historical look at life. Uh, on the 42-degree The Source hotline, fantastic description. 951-1620. It's a free call. Yeah, we'll pick up the charges. Toll free. Uh, you can also email us into the Equitable Bank uh, inbox, where Doug and the whole gang. I need to learn to somebody else that's not named Doug that works at Equitable Bank. I know Doug runs the place. He's the big he's the big man on campus. We got to yeah. find out another name. Yeah. Who's so, his defensive coordinator? So when I say you know, hey, uh, you know, Doug from uh, Equitable Bank, we need to have like Kurt. Yeah, Kurt or Kurt's a part time teller that only can work on Saturdays because yeah. he's going to school to finish his law degree. Oh yeah, there you go. Or, or so, maybe yeah. Jane. Yeah. Maybe a Jane. But two convenient locations in Omaha, maybe near an NHL arena. Um, <laughs> Gary at 1620thezone.com. Hanley 1620thezone. Uh, or on the uh, JTAC Construction Zone Twitter feed at GarySharp1620. At Nick Hanley 1620. All right, let's uh, start the morning in the uh, home of the Baltimore. Is this, I think I know who this is. I think it is. Yeah. Why'd you put Sarasota? Because it's what he told me. Maybe he's vacationing. No. The uh, home, uh, the spring training home of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, hello, Dave. Hi. Oh. Uh, hi. I, I, I'm calling you from. Howdy, Sarasota. Yes, you know what? We uh, haven't talked to you in a while, Dave. I think it's been football season. Yeah. Um, I uh, I heard last night on ESPN, and I had to listen to it twice, but they said Caitlin Clark's NIL package next year could be in the area of $800,000. Yeah. Yes. I would. I would think that that's probably very reasonable. I mean, hell, she might as well stay another year and get the eight hundred thousand, then go pro. Yeah, that's uh, that's a discussion that is uh, going on. Which she'd be better off in staying in Iowa City. Uh, she might be just ready to move on. But yeah, no, she's, got, she's got she's got she's got her earning potential in one year in Iowa City is greater than her earning potential in her first year in the WNBA, which is not a good look that's for the WNBA. Yep. And then secondly. I wanted to know, a uh, Jordy Ball, they, they pulled her from a game last week with a knee. Is it a serious knee problem? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Dave, she is done for the year. She tore her ACL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. <laughs> she, she, she has already said she will be back next year, and they will try and get her a medical hardship for 2026. But, yeah, it's a, it's a major bummer, uh, only a couple of innings into the season. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, what does Nebraska's baseball team look like? Um, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, we'll find out very fast. There's, there's not a lot of expectations, yeah. Dave. Uh, they are preseason fifth. There's a lot of unknown. Uh, it's probably going to be four or five weeks before we really know how good they are. Yeah. Well, I won't keep take any more. No time. problem. I hey. Uh, Dave, I appreciate I appreciate the call outside of football season, and as you know, we've had this discussion before. As a uh, Southwest Florida guy, I love the city that you are in in Sarasota. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you the one thing. Okay. One thing I've noticed down here, 
you would, I mean, Sarasota's not near as big as Lincoln or Omaha, but you would not believe the car pedestrians and the car bicycle accidents. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, especially during season. Yeah. 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 Those, hey, those snowbirds, they come down to Florida and they just wreck things. <laughs> well, yeah. last, last fall up on, I can't, I was on Fruitville. They had two hit and runs within a, within a mile of each other in like 15 minutes and they, they left them. Ooh. Now they that... hit two, two pedestrians, bang, and then about a mile away, they hit another one. Jeez. I don't know if it's the same car or not, but, uh, it's just, of course, you got a lot of retirees down here. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, Dave, we appreciate the phone call. Have a great weekend. All right. Take care. All right. Shout out Siesta Beach. You're in uh, Sarasota. They got good food there. You might, uh, you might be, you might be in a, an Italian place right in downtown Sarasota. And Dick Vitale is there. Oh, okay. Dick, Dick Vitale He's... lives in Lakewood Ranch, which okay. is not very far from Sarasota. But Sarasota is a beautiful community right there on the Gulf between Fort Myers and. Tampa, St. Pete. So Siesta, this is a different Siesta, Dave? Siesta Key. Yeah. Okay, that's so, yeah, what I Dave thought. Dave in Southwest Florida. Dave, Dave is a big Husker football fan, so he usually calls during Big Red Overreaction. Mm-hmm. I'd recognize the voice. But, okay, uh, I was going to say, because yeah. I know Dave in Florida. I know we got a couple Florida callers here. probably like, hey, snow is stupid. Yeah. He would agree with that. That's why he's there and we're here. I agree with that. He did something about it. We haven't. I'm not there. Uh, we will also... He brought up uh, baseball. Today is the uh, opening day of uh, college baseball. Yeah, that's why I wore skinny in today. All you uh, gamblers out there, money, money. College baseball is money. College baseball is like a Caitlin Clark layup. Some oh, people yeah. try to make it reverse layup. Don't overthink college baseball <laughs> in terms of betting. College baseball is here. The road to Omaha begins. Just not as big probably here on opening day of college baseball as it is elsewhere. No. I don't think college baseball is a big Opening day is not a huge deal in this town that home uh, that houses the College World Series. No. Not a hot take, just my belief. No, it's true. Because of the true. weather, we're not, you know, every team opens up on the road. Right. You probably don't get dialed into college baseball with your local team for a couple of weeks until they come back home yeah. and they play their first home game. But everybody else is, like, celebrating the road to Omaha. Yeah. The SEC. SEC the, schools, yeah. They're, you know, or is this some coverage on it. Apartments in left field? Ole Miss? No, Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Mississippi State. Duty Noble. Yep. Oh, no, Ole Miss has uh, the beer showers and outfield. Yes, they do. All right, 36 uh, past the hour. Uh, we'll talk some basketball. We'll talk some baseball. we got a big weekend. You're watching the Daytona 500 or the NBA All-Star Game. I remember that. And my big fantasy draft for NASCAR coming up later this afternoon. I'm a big wow. – hey, oh, no, no, no. I'm a, I, I like NASCAR. I know. But I, I, my fantasy league, I'm, like, pretty competitive. I just love that you have a fantasy league. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm 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 in it to win it. I hope I either get Blaney or Bell. Okay. <laughs> Just how does how does a fantasy uh, how does a NASCAR fantasy uh, draft work? By the way, is it very similar? It's a to, snake draft. Okay, so it's very similar to yeah. what you do with your fantasy yeah. football draft. Okay. And you root for your guy to win. Well, sure. But like, it, how does it work? Like, if your guy doesn't win, but you're like top five finisher. Yeah, we there. There's like tiered. You have okay. a, you have a team. Okay, and so that's, you that's set your lineup for. Uh, all the races. I started doing golf fantasy like a few years ago. Again, it, you know, during this time of the year, it kind of keeps you interested in some of the spring sports and stuff like that. But I, I have heard you're not the first one I've heard that does a uh, uh, fantasy NASCAR league. It's just I'm, I'm very interested. I'd almost like to. Do you, do you mind if I just sit in on the draft? Can I just conference in? I just sure. want to hear it. Sure, we'll we'll okay. zoom. Yeah, can we? Can I just zoom in? It goes pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, there's not a lot. Just of just like NASCAR, it should. 
just like the race, just like the car. Yeah. Well, the races actually don't go that fast, but the cars do. Yeah. yeah. There's my NASCAR insight for you today. I wonder those uh, cars drive fast. I wonder which event will have uh, better ratings. NASCAR on Fox or the NBA All Star Game, which they've tinkered with the format again. Mm-hmm. Still, to I'm still going to. I'm going to slant towards the NBA All Star Game. I'm just going to go on record and say, man, I can't believe they're not playing defense. <laughs> it's mornings with Sharp and Hanley and Jimmy at 16:20 the zone. <laughs>